Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited because we're kind of bouncing off of what we learned about yesterday. So yesterday we talked about taking a time inventory and understanding where you're spending your time in a 24-hour period, tracking that over a couple days to get more data, and better understanding where we can locate pockets of time to reach our goals or move towards them or make time for ourselves so that we can slowly heal and recover from burnout. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to yesterday's episode because we're kind of jumping off from that today. And I really just want today to be a quick tactical reminder for you as you locate those pockets of time in your day. So when you take that inventory and you look at your 24 hours, some of you are going to find that when you look at your 24 hours and how you previously spent it, that you can actually take out multiple activities that were draining you a lot more than they were energizing you. And you suddenly have more time to yourself and more time where we can fit in habits and fit in routines and activities that actually bring you joy. But on the flip side, there are going to be some of you who do that 24-hour activity and find that you barely have any time in your day, that it's being filled with work and household activities and taking care of the kids and other things that you cannot take off your plate. And if you fall into this latter category, I want to speak to you today. So the advice that I have is for those of us who feel like we look at our day and we can't find very large pockets of time where we're kind of feeling overwhelmed and we're maybe working on taking some things off of our plate, but it's going to take time or we really don't have a ton of choice or flexibility in what we can remove and what we need to keep. So if you listened all last week and you're like, yes, I'm burnt out. Yes, I'm overwhelmed. I have no idea how to fit time into my routine for myself. And now you're listening to this week and you're finding evidence for the fact that your schedule is completely jam-packed and there's very little room or flexibility in your 24 hours. Then I want you to start with the magical two-minute rule. Honestly, regardless of where you fall on the spectrum, I have used the two-minute rule in so many areas of my life and it has expanded in so many ways. So wherever you're starting, the two-minute rule is for you. But specifically for those of us who feel like there's no time in our schedule, I guarantee that you can find two-minute pockets of time in your day. So the two-minute rule is simply that we take a goal that we are trying to establish, a routine or a habit that we are trying to grow in our lives, and we pare it down to a two-minute version. If you've read James Clear's Atomic Habits, this is within his book. So if you haven't already, that's a fantastic book. I highly recommend it, and I just enjoyed reading it, so go read that book. But I'm taking this from him and kind of paraphrasing it and applying it to your life. So let's say that during the burnout series, you identify that, yes, I need to prioritize my stress management. That is an area that I need more support in. And I'd love to implement a meditation routine 
into my days. But then you looked at this week and you looked at your time inventory and you said, oh my God, there's no time for meditation. It's impossible for me to achieve this goal. So here's where we use the two minute rule. We look at that meditation and maybe in your vision for yourself, you thought I'll be doing a 20 or 30 minute meditation and I'll be doing this multiple days per week to help support my stress management. That was your vision for this goal. When you were going through the burnout series, you were like, that's what I would like to start implementing into my routine. With the two-minute rule, what we do is we, we take that 20, 30 minutes that you'd love to get up to, and we break it down. We pare it down to the smallest version of that goal. So in your jam-packed day, instead of trying to fit in 20 or 30 minutes of meditation, what if we actually habit stacked as well and combined the meditation habit with your brushing your teeth? So when you are brushing your teeth for those two minutes you are now committing to a meditation for two minutes at the same time. Because what else are you doing when you're brushing your teeth? You're probably scrolling on your phone or just zoning out. What if instead you could use that time where you're already going to be doing something that you have to do every single day to elevate your life, to slowly build a habit for yourself? So now you're doing daily meditation. Yes, you can look at it and say, but I'm only doing two minutes. We don't think about that. We consider the fact that you have now built a habit of daily meditation. And here's what's going to happen. Over time, as we look at your schedule, as we take things off your plate, as we build up better boundaries, and as we grow, that two-minute window that we barely were able to find in our routine is going to grow as well. We're going to find that now we do have 10 minutes to do our meditation every day. Now we have 20 minutes to do our meditation. And as we build our confidence and we've now shown ourselves that we can keep a promise to ourselves, suddenly we're saying no at work a little bit more. We're saying no to those extra shifts that are going to be happening. We're working with our kids to say, which sport do you really care about the most? And we're going to commit to that one, but we're going to take some of this other things off our plate. And now you've got more time in your day where that meditation has evolved. And now you have a meditation practice along with a movement routine in the morning that almost acts as even more meditation for you because it's an outdoor walk with your family every morning that you take. Like, I'm just trying to give you the vision of how this can evolve. We start with a very small version of the goal that you have for yourself so that it becomes excuse proof because we all lean on the idea that we don't have any time. And some of us really don't have very much time, but I guarantee we can find two minutes in your day. And that's the secret here is that we slowly keep a promise to ourselves, because for many of us, we have been breaking promises to ourselves for decades. And that self-trust can't be fixed overnight. It's something that has to be resolved through action, through evidence. We need evidence that we are actually going to do the thing that we said that we would. And by breaking something down into a small version, it becomes so much easier to actually keep the promise. Really quick, I want to give you an example of this in my life. So I was never a journaler. I never wrote in a journal. And I knew that there was value in kind of keeping track and checking in with myself. And as I decided to go sober, I also knew that that might be a good tool for me. So at the same time that I decided to stop drinking, I also decided to start journaling. And I have been journaling every single day for now, I think I've hit 150 days, which is amazing and exciting. But the only reason that I've been able to keep up this habit is because I made it so simple. And I made it exist without rules so that 
when I journaled, it didn't, I didn't have to journal for 20 minutes. I didn't have to fill up an entire page or multiple pages. I just said I need to do the activity today, even if it's in the smallest form. So there are entries where I write one sentence or two things, and then I move on for the day. There are other days where I write pages and pages, but I've established the habit because I made it so simple for myself. And that's why this is powerful. Because for you, if your goal is to start exercising, if you just tell yourself, I'm going to move my body every single day, and you break it down to a two-minute version, you can do two minutes of exercise today. You can. And it's going to feel kind of silly to just do two minutes. But if that's what you have, that's okay. You do your two minutes, you move on. That means tomorrow you might do an hour. Tomorrow you might do 20 minutes. You might do 30 minutes. Some days you're going to do two minutes. Some days you're going to do five minutes of abs. But what you're doing is you're keeping the promise and you're establishing the habit and that goes a long way, especially in a busy schedule. Because all of the little actions add up over time. I want you to think about this. If we go back to our meditation example, and we say that you do two minutes of meditation every day while you're brushing your teeth, and that's what you're starting to build into your routine. I just want you to think about what that means if you only do the two minutes for an entire year. That is over 12 hours of meditation that you end up doing just by doing it in two minute spurts. And I mean, imagine if you did it morning and evening, you double that number. That's suddenly 24 hours of meditation in a year that you wouldn't have been doing otherwise and that you wouldn't have been doing if you decided that two minutes didn't count or wasn't enough. Same goes for exercise, same goes for journaling, same goes for all of these habits that we are trying to establish. It feels silly to break them down to a small version, but that small action adds up exponentially over time. And I want you to kind of reframe your mindset around this. So that's what I want you to work on today. If you haven't done the activities from yesterday, start there. Take that time inventory and get some more data. But once you're done with that, then I want you to look at the goals that you're trying to implement. Maybe pick one or two and break them down into two-minute versions and see where you can fit them into even an insanely busy day so that you just start to build up that confidence and trust of keeping a promise to yourself and establishing a habit that is going to help you in the long run. Just in case you haven't been following along this whole time, I just want to let you know that we are in the middle of a 30-day podcast stretch. I started at the beginning of October. Our first week was all about confidence. Our second week was all about burnout. So if you haven't listened to last week's episodes, go back and do so because they are so applicable to so many of us, especially if you are a caregiver, nurse, healthcare worker in any capacity, go listen to that stretch of episodes. And then right now you are in the middle of our goals and motivation week where we're really diving into keeping ourselves going towards the goals that matter to us. So expect a podcast podcast every single day for the month of October. Next week, we're going to be talking about nutrition and fitness, and I'm very excited for that week and giving you guys some tangible tools. I hope you've been enjoying the daily podcast. I mean, I have because it feels like I get to check in with you guys every day, and I can just imagine us kind of on your commute every day. I'm just your buddy in the car or your buddy while you're running errands or what. whenever you're listening to these. It's, it's fun for me to think of it that way because Sometimes it sucks to be behind this microphone and not be able to be with all of you because when I get to connect with you, it's the best thing in the whole world. Last thing I just want to mention really quick, if you haven't already, go snag your spot for the Burnout Club. Everything's going to be in the show notes. That's another chance for us to get to know each other and change the game for 2023. I want you to know if you're hesitant, if you're like, Ashley, we just did this time inventory. I don't have time to add a program into my routine. 
I want you to understand that any programs that I create for you are meant to make your life easier, not more difficult. I am not going to give you a laundry list of a billion things that you need to change overnight because that's not how change works. We make it simple. And the other intention is that we're helping you take things off your plate. We're helping you find these pockets of time. We're helping you make time to take care of you first so that you are better at taking care of the world. That is the intention. So no more hesitation jump into the show notes, snag your spot, and I'm going to see you right back here tomorrow for our daily dose of motivation and connection. I cannot wait. If you haven't already, go binge some of the previous episodes from this month. If you're feeling like you want a little bit more pep in your step, they will do it for you. But I can't wait to see you tomorrow. I love you. I am rooting for you. And I'll see you then. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.